Is nonprofit structures a headache? Do you really understand how it really works? Everybody tell you, you need a mission, a vision. You need a value statement. But no one ever tells you what that really is. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about nonprofit structure and how it works. You're listening to the Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early. The structure of nonprofit is simple. It is governed by a board of directors. You can have an executive director that takes care of your overall mission. You can hire an operations manager to take care of your interns, your volunteers, your work study program. If you have one, you can hire an administrative assistant to assist your executive director in the day-to-day processes. Or you can have a finance manager or a development director who helps develop programs for your organization. These are just a few of the structural components or people that you can put in place when you have, uh, you start your nonprofit. So let's talk about the, these mission and vision and value statements that we normally hear about all the time. So uh, your mission, your mission is what, you're going to be doing in your nonprofit. What is the purpose of your nonprofit day-to-day activities? Why did you start the nonprofit? That is what your mission is going to be. Your mission is going to explain to the public or the powers that be what you're providing, why you exist. Um, You can have a, mission statement that describes your organizational uh, statement of purpose. So what you need to do is be clear about why you started your nonprofit for the Betty Harris Landix Cancer Awareness Center, which is now renamed the Betty Harris Foundation. Our mission is to educate the public about larynx cancer, which is a head and neck disease. It can be as simple as that. We don't have to have these drawn out mission statements that it takes five minutes to explain and you don't, (laughs) you don't get anything from it. So make sure that you don't use buzzwords though. Make sure you don't use words like we're here to, um, uh, I don't even know any good buzzwords because I don't use them. I try to be straightforward with people. Um, Make sure that I try to make sure that what my mission is shows action. And my, my uh, new mission now is to provide education for leaders in the nonprofit arena. And it's, it's really straightforward. I, I try to keep everything not to be confusing so people can recognize what my mission is by, um, by not 
oversimplifying it, but not making it so that people be like, what are they talking about? You know, what, what are they doing? Why is this any, you know, a purpose? What is this craziness? Okay. So make sure that it's clear, make sure whatever your mission statement is, make sure that it's clear, make sure it's clear to the people that you're talking to also, because everybody is not your customer. Only a few people are your customer that you have to make sure that you're niching niching down to the people that you're speaking to that will understand what you're saying, because everybody is not concerned with Lannix cancer because for us, you know, People that that is not something that, that they think about. So that would not be a person who would be our client, uh, a person who has dealt with throat issues, voice issues, uh, that type of thing. They will be more apt to be one of our clients or someone who will be interested in finding out about us. So make sure that you're 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 talking to or you form your mission statement so people can easily know what you're talking about. So let's talk about your vision statement. A vision statement is where you want to go. Where do you want to end up? How do you want to see your organization in the future? You You have to know what you're looking for. You have to make sure that you do the same things in your mission statement, in your vision statement. You have to let people know, you know, why are you here? What type of things you need to consider when you're thinking about your long range plans? Do you have enough uh, volunteers to carry out that plan? Do you have enough assets to carry out that plan? Uh, Do you see yourself starting at home, ending up in a big building or in an office building? Uh, What about the dreams that you have for success? What does that look like? Um, you need to have a clear vision statement that today we're, we're focusing on uh, feeding the needs of children. But your vision can be that no child in your neighborhood will go hungry because you can provide them the services to make it happen. Now, you have to make sure when you're doing your vision statement that you're clear and it's not a pipe dream. And I'm going to say it like that, that it's not a pipe dream. You can say, yeah, I, I feed the hungry and my vision is to, to make sure that no one goes hungry by the end of next month. Okay. So that is not a good vision mainly because people don't know you exist. So they don't know to come and get your food. They don't know where you are. Are you reaching everybody? You can't reach everybody in a month. So do things that's going to be realistic and not a pipe dream. Okay. Um, then when you're talking about your uh, value statement, what type of things are you going to be dealing with, with your value statement? Are you going, are you going to have people who, uh, are you going to have people who come into your organization with uh, hidden agendas? Will you be looking for people that you can, trust? Are you going to be looking for people who will uh, come to your organization and help assist you or hinder you? You have to make sure that you have a 
a value statement that will be what you're looking for. We can't tell you and no one can ever tell you what your value statement is. You have to decide what your value statement is. Are you asking for people with integrity? Are you looking for people that are trustworthy? You have to decide the value statement for your own your own organization. Okay. Uh, also, you have a board of directors. Every operation, nonprofit operation, organization must have a board of directors. They must consist of an executive committee. In the state of Michigan, you have to have at least three board members. Those board members can fulfill the three major roles in your nonprofit, which makes your governance team. That is a president, a treasurer, and a secretary. Those are the three positions that you are required to have in your nonprofit. Please, please, please do not put in family. Do not please put in family in that you don't want family to hold those positions because when you're voting, you may have a biased vote. So it's really necessary not to include them in those positions. Uh, If you really want to know the job descriptions, you have a board chair that is a member of the board. They are part of the executive commission uh, committee and is an officer of the board. They serve as the person that's the chief volunteer of the organization. They should be able to be called at any time whenever you need them to help you with the organization. They generally partner with your chief executive officer, if you have one, or your executive director to achieve the organization's mission and focus on the mission, uh, the mission's outcome. Okay. They provide, you know, they encourage the board to, to create a strategic plan and they set the vision statement. They help the um, executive director with any issues that may concern the board. And they also are the persons or person who monitors your financial reports. They're the person who should see those financial reports after the treasurer has um, created them to make sure that your budget is being met. Um, Then you would have the duties of your uh, secretary. The secretary is also a part of the executive committee. They're the person who maintains your records and make sure that you review the IRS guidelines that tells you what minutes need to be kept for what meetings, because a meeting, uh, meeting minutes for the nonprofit must be kept forever, but a meeting in whole minutes, they don't even have to take minutes for a meeting of the whole. So make sure you know, which records need to be kept. The secretary, um, they sent out the board packet. They sent out the information to each board member about special meetings. Um, make sure that they're, they're uh, following legal guidelines to make sure that any bylaws or articles or anything like that, that they're being distributed in a timely fashion. Make sure that they sign with the board uh, president, 
make sure that they sign the documents with them. Many times that they have to be the witness to the documents and they perform any other duties that is called for by the board. The next person is the board treasurer. The board treasurer exists as a executive committee member and a board officer, but they exist to handle the financial portion of your organization. They handle the finances. They designate a staff if necessary to do that. Um, They handle most of it. If you don't have a staff, they're the person who handles your checkbook. They're the person that takes care of your operating sheets and balance sheets and cash flow reports. Um, They're also the person that handles the annual budget that the board approves. They let you know where your financial standing is. You make must, uh, it would be advisable to have them bonded um, because they have to be the one that files your tax returns and they know all about your financials. And so it would be good to have them bonded just on the safe side. They act as the liaison for all the financial things um, with your chief executive officers and any committees when you do audits and that type of thing. So you make sure that whoever that you put in that place that is going to handle your funds, that they are worthy to handle those funds. Okay. So the next structure that you have to think about, or the next thing that you should think about is creating your bylaws, creating your bylaws is uh, an essential piece to running your organization, run your bylaws is the rules that you have for your nonprofit that must be put in place. There is several different, um, uh, sets of bylaws. Generally, when you do your 501c3, you have, um, bylaws created during that process so that you know what is necessary for your organization to run. Don't let somebody tell you what you have to have or what you need to have. It is up to you and your board to decide what is going to go in your bylaws. Who, what time are you going to meet? How much reporting you need to do? If you're going to have directors or if you're going to have members or whatever. So your board uh, bylaws is um, that roadmap to making sure your organization is running smoothly. Make sure you understand what type of forms you need to fill out. Do you need to fill out to get your 501c3 status? You need to fill out the 1023 uh, form. Do you need to fill out the EZ or do you need to fill out the long form? Make sure that you know what type of tax return that you need to fill out. Your 990 postcard, if you're a smaller organization, 990N or 990 uh, audit reports. Make sure that you have all that done. Make sure that you have a succession plan. We Many nonprofits do not have a succession plan. What happens if my CEO passes away or gets another job? What happens if my treasurer decides they don't want to do this anymore and resign? You need to have a succession plan in place for your nonprofit. What happens when your mission is completed? Where do you go from there? 
when your mission is done and do you keep your nonprofit open or do you shift gears? You, you have to have resources um, in place that you can call upon when it's necessary uh, because you never know what might happen. You have to be ready for that next step. Also, you should think about creating a business plan. A business plan is so worthy that many people skip over it, or if they do it, they leave it on the shelf and not know that it is a working document. Your business plan is a working document. It's how you're going to accomplish your mission over the next amount of time. We'll say every, you should revisit your business plan at least once a year, but maybe every six months, depending on your needs. There's several things that the business plan include. Um, it includes financial statements. It includes things about your management team, your operations, how you're going to market. How is the community is handling what you need? Those things are in your business plan. So you must make sure that you have a business plans a business plan that is functional. Also, you have what's called the Articles of Incorporation. When you get your or decide that you want to have a 501c3, you need to file Articles of Incorporation for the purpose of providing it to your local government to let them know how your status will be. What are you going to be? Are you going to be a, a nonprofit organization? Are you going to be um, a for-profit or, or what is the things that you're going to do? Um, there are several things that you have to do when you're drafting your articles. You have to make sure that you answer all of the questions in the way that is going to get your articles of incorporations approved. Many people don't understand that they're, they get approval because they can tell you no you cannot incorporate in our state if it's not. Um, your or- articles uh, of incorporation also tells you how you're going to be funded and how you're going to be organized. That is the major purpose. One of the major purposes, um, there's a number of items that's necessary to be filled out to make sure that your tax exempt status is done correctly. So you have to make sure you understand your articles of incorporation when you're filing them. You have to include your uh, employee identification number, which is your EIN. So that's another thing that you're looking for. Um, you must make sure you have your budgets for the three-year time frame um, and to establish your 501c3 and alike. So that is some key things for you to understand when you're uh, about your structure of your nonprofit organization. Now, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There is so many more things that you may need to focus on, but we just hitting the tip of the iceberg right here. So I just wanted to get on and let you know about nonprofit structures. The next video or video, the next podcast that you'll hear about, we're going to be talking about nonprofit programs. The difference between a program and a project. We get confused about that. 
against programs and projects. We need to really understand what a nonprofit program exists, exists, consists of. So we'll talk about that on our next show, nonprofit programs. Thank you for joining Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please like and share.